0: This is What's New and What's Next from the team behind Civic at the San Francisco Public Press. I'm Sylvie Sturm. First, what's new in the city? San Francisco Supervisor Rafael Mandelman introduced legislation last week that would require the city to provide a safe place to sleep for every unhoused person in the city. The City's Director of Real Estate would be ordered to find all potential properties that could be used for shelters, tiny homes, or safe sleeping sites in tents or vehicles. The Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing would then have three years to come up with a plan to use those spaces to house every person who wanted a space. A similar proposal relying heavily on safe tent sites was voted down in 2020. Under the new plan, no more than 30% of those spaces could be safe tent sites. No vote has been taken on the proposal. Mandelman said three other supervisors support the plan. A total of six supervisors would be needed to pass the plan. San Franciscans have done such a good job at saving water that the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission says it will have to raise water rates. The agency has been losing money because residents and businesses have not been paying as much for water use. To make up for the lost revenue, the SFPUC said it will raise water rates for retail customers by 5% on April 1st. The agency said without the increased funding, they'll be unable to maintain the water delivery system in the city. New census data shows that San Francisco lost 6.3% of its population to out-migration between July 2020 and July 2021, around 55,000 people. The population decline was the largest in the country, second only to New York County. Most of those who left remained in the state, but moved to less expensive suburban or rural areas. An analysis by the San Francisco Chronicle also revealed that the city had 8,000 births and around 7,000 deaths between July 2020 and July 2021, about 600 from COVID. That's much lower than many other metro areas. Plans to convert a former Recology Recycling Centre in the Potrero Hill neighbourhood into an Amazon Shipping Warehouse are on an 18-month hold. Last week, the Board of Supervisors instructed the Planning Commission to review zoning regulations for all package delivery services. The property at 7th and Berry Street had once been proposed for a condo development, but was opposed by locals who worried that local production businesses would be pushed out. Now opponents are concerned about the delivery truck traffic that would come with an Amazon warehouse. Others are concerned about Amazon's opposition to unionization at their facilities. After the vote, Amazon announced that it would pause work on the delivery center. On Tuesday, Supervisor Dean Preston called for a hearing on so-called copaganda, the use of taxpayer funds for what he calls propaganda designed to grow police budgets and undermine police accountability and reform. Ultimately, the power of so-called propaganda comes from the way it shapes people's perception of crime, public safety, and potential solutions. Just as everything looks like a nail to a person with only a hammer, the constant barrage of media calling for more police, regardless of actual crime statistics and data, has consequences on what people believe they need to be safe. The hearing and formal letter of inquiry are a first for the city. They're meant to shed light on the cost of taxpayer-funded communications, media, policies, and procedures informing the public about crime and policing. That's what's new. Here's what's coming up next on the city's calendar. The long-anticipated bus rapid transit will finally start rolling along Van Ness on April 1st. The city's first so-called BRT is a two-mile stretch of centre-running red concrete lanes with nine stops between Market and Union Streets. The dedicated lanes and coordinated traffic signals will bypass traffic congestion along the corridor. Buses will run every four to five minutes. City planners first studied the BRT concept in 2001. In 2016, construction began following a decade of planning, designing and environmental review. The project ultimately came in at $346 million. On Wednesday at 6 p.m., the Planning Department will hold a virtual public meeting on the massive San Francisco Gateway Project proposal in Bayview-Hunters Point. The project would transform 17 acres bisected by I-280 on Tollan Street and McKinnon Avenue. Three new buildings would rise more than a 100 feet on either side of the freeway. The resulting 1.2 million square feet of space would include parcel delivery, light manufacturing, 8,000 square feet of ground floor retail space, and parking for more than 1,000 vehicles. To register for the Zoom meeting, go to the Department's webpage, sf-planning.org, and find the link under SF Gateway Project, or join by phone at 408 638 865-7991-0030 865 ID eight six five seven nine nine one zero zero three zero. On Thursday, starting at 1pm, the Planning Commission will meet. On the agenda is a public hearing on the Lake Merced West project. The San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department proposed the new recreational facility on approximately 11 acres on the southwest side of Lake Merced. The proposal includes a new community building, restaurant, patio, playground, multi-use and basketball courts, and picnic areas surrounded by nature. Also included are a new boathouse, a boat dock, and watercraft landing spots adjacent to the lake. Also on the Planning Commission agenda is a hearing on a new cannabis dispensary on Divisadero Street between Turk Street and Golden Gate Avenue. The planning department received three comments opposing the business over its proximity to a preschool and over safety, noise, smoking, and loitering concerns. The plan falls outside the city's mandated 600-foot school buffer zone for cannabis dispensaries, and it doesn't include on-site use of cannabis. The department also got 22 comments in support after the sponsor did some outreach under the Office of Cannabis Good Neighbour Policy. The Planning Commission will also hold a hearing on a mixed residential and commercial project in the Outer Mission. Builders want to demolish a one-storey commercial building to make way for an eight-storey, 46-unit building. Up to 30% of its residential units will be deemed affordable. In exchange, the developers get priority processing, relief from density controls, and up to two extra stories of height. The Commission received one letter against the project over its height. During a March 4th hearing, the Commission conditionally approved the plan depending on the final roof and rear yard landscaping plans. The upcoming hearing may finalize the Commission's approval. Stream all of these hearings at sfgovtv.org planning. To comment, call 416-655-0001, enter access code 2487 760 This has been What's New and What's Next. Our music is from the Blue Dot Sessions. I'm Sylvie Sturm. Thanks for listening.